Welcome back to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Cedra Sarton and Hannah Harrison is with us today. We're talking about the issue of um, sexual abuse in the church and uh, a lot of the um, the issues surrounding that as well. So uh, this doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things that go into setting up an environment where this is even possible. And that's what we're going to talk mm-hmm. about a little bit in this segment. Um, by the way, if you want to listen to the last segment, uh, feel free to go to engagemagazine.net. Uh, click at the top. There's a button that says radio. You can listen to all of our episodes there. Um, and let us know what you think. Uh, engage uh, FAQ at AFA.net. I'm sorry. I tripped over that a little bit. That's our email. Engage, engage FAQ at AFA.net. You missed that for you? Yes, please. You got no, I no, think you got everything. I'm good. Uh, so let's go into this. Uh, we have a lot of statistics here. You brought some statistics because yes. you've done a lot of research on this, um, kind of detailing sort of the depth of this issue and maybe, and what to me, this catches me by surprise too, because mm-hmm. um, when I go to church, uh, my church, the churches that I've been to in the past, uh, it seems like such an unlikely place for yeah. any of this to happen. Everybody, everybody is respectable, uh, dressed up, you know, looking like, you know, they're just shining pillars of, mm-hmm. of moral behavior. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reality is, and this is just humans, you know, this mm-hmm. is just reality of being human. Under the surface could be anything, honestly. Right. And I don't mean to set it up to where you should be suspicious of everyone. I've no, um, But I think not. we should be honest. And I think we should understand that even in our own hearts, mm. um, we have the potential and to be, to act in ways that are horrible. And apart from the grace of Christ and, and his work in our lives, uh, we would be that way um, to to one extent or another, and so um, let this uh, not be a reason to be fearful of others or or fearful of of your own heart necessarily, but grateful for the work of God in your life. So let's go let's go into some of this, th- examine these a little bit. So um, what what are we looking at? <laughs> Ooh, some kind of heartbreaking and yeah. overwhelming mm-hmm. statistics. Um, but the first one I have is that sixty percent of mm. children that are sexually abused they will not ever tell anyone what yeah. has happened. Yeah. And that's kind of overwhelming. Like we said last mm. segment, you know, um, a lot of them don't know how to process it. Mm. A lot of them are afraid, like, mm. I'm going to disappoint my parents or, right. or this is a good person in the church. How can I, how can I say this, what mm. they've done to me? Um, well, you said they can't process it though. I mean, how yeah. do they, exactly. how do they some understand of them don't it? know yeah. exactly what has happened to them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Something may seem off, but they, they're, if they're young, uh, that young, they don't understand mm-hmm. what is happening. They can't comprehend. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. And also, um, which goes into another one, is 90% of children, mm. 90% <laughs> yeah. know their abuser. Wow. And they know mm. they have built a trusting relationship with this person. And as we've talked about before, um, you know, maybe it's a Sunday school person. Maybe it's a pastor. There are several topics. Um, maybe it's a youth pastor. Um mm. The Houston Chronicle, I believe it was the beginning of this year, came out with that article that talked about, which is kind of what brought it to light, mm-hmm. um, a list of people in the Southern Baptist Convention who had been, mm-hmm. um, you know, brought forward with this this terrible crime. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something also to take in con- con- into consideration because 
as we mentioned, you know, if they trust, say it is a Sunday school teacher, yeah. um, which I've heard a lot of. This is somebody that they've spent every Sunday with. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is somebody that's poured Jesus mm-hmm. technically into mm-hmm. them. And I mean, so many churches, and in the church that I grew up in, it was a very loving, mm-hmm. uh, trusting environment mm-hmm. where not just the children, but the adults in the church were ve- I mean, you want to be welcoming, exactly. of course, yeah. but they were very quick um, to really welcome someone in yeah. and start letting them <clears throat> do certain jobs in the church, which is, you know, you want them to be able to do that, but mm-hmm. then like putting them in positions over classrooms and things like that when they um, when they join. And, you know, I, I mean, I knew a guy who he and his wife, and it wasn't the same situation, mm-hmm. but he was put working with us in our youth group, mm-hmm. and no one had any idea that he was having suicidal thoughts until one mm-hmm. night he killed himself. You just don't know. I mean, like, I'm yeah. not saying that. Well, I'm not saying that he he never hurt any of us. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was always good to us. Mm-hmm. But like, you got to know your people that you're well, putting in mm-hmm. charge of classrooms. I mean, maybe let them help somebody, but right. you got to really know the people. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that there's there might be a biblical model for this, and I don't have that pre- you know prepared to talk mm-hmm. about. But I think looking at how the the early church um, handled. Uh, positions of authority and right. i know that we we live in modern times where we don't just have a pastor and then elders and then deacons like the early church did we have sunday school teachers we have custodians we have we have all sorts of things mm-hmm. right now um but th- there is in putting these people in positions of authority or, or responsibility i think and i know there's a lot of churches that do this requires a lot of prayer right um but also requires that you know this person you know that they're walking with the lord mm-hmm. um and you're in con- and they're in constant fellowship with the body, and I think that's one of the things that's missing here. And we'll go into a little bit of this how this um, environment could even be set up where these things happen. Right. Um, but one of the things that I think is a lack of actual fellowship between mm-hmm. believers, um, where one believer and another believer may know each other at a shallow surface level, but they don't ever cross that threshold. Right, and I think that's where discipleship mm-hmm. um, comes in yeah. a lot. And I think um, mm-hmm. I know in a church I've been in before, that's something that kind of lacks. You know, mm-hmm. I think we could dig deeper into mm-hmm. what um, we're studying together as right. a body mm-hmm. of believers and actually um, <clears throat> trust other people. You know, so often we walk in and we're like, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Yeah, how are you? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, that's, exactly. that's what we do. And uh-huh. but really, no, I'm not OK. Right. Yeah. And there's people that maybe maybe they haven't done anything, mm-hmm. but maybe they ha- they're struggling with a sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that's important, too, with the men in the church. Mm-hmm. I think men should minister to men and maybe women. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have that more that sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. to talk about different things and mm-hmm. to be able to discipleship one another. And I think that's what the Bible tells us to do. I think it's a very important mm-hmm. part um, of our faith. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah. I just think that when the church um, is looking at maybe these positions to fill, they need to take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe even do that before you hire somebody. I'm not sure. You know, just sit down and have an in-depth kind mm-hmm. of yeah Wait, where's your where are you with the lord like really mm-hmm. <laughs> you know don't give me the sunday school answer that oh everything's great yeah well, I'm, I'm looking at these numbers mm-hmm. that you provided it says only 36 percent of rapes 34 mm. percent of attempted rapes and 26 percent of assaults are ever even reported mm-hmm. and that like i've just been, i've been looking at this number here mm-hmm. since you uh sent us these notes mm-hmm. and it i mean all of them are astounding but this one is just mm. i mean the fact that some people don't feel like they can come forward and say what happened to them. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like, I mean, uh, probably a lot of times they don't feel like they'll they'll be believed. Exactly. And a lot of times they're not. And, um, And the victim often is treated as the 
source of shame, mm-hmm. not the person who committed the act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so these numbers right here are really reflective of that, I think. Yeah. Uh, which I think not just in the church mm-hmm. either. Oh, exactly. You yeah. know, there, there are a lot of people out there who don't come forward mm-hmm. with um, what has happened to them. Yeah. So. And 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 I understand. I can I can understand the the mindset that would go into um, not bringing it forward. Right. Um, there was an instance at my church where this happened. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was abuse in the church. Um, not not by an elder or anyone in authority, but by in a, in a family right. that was at the church, and um, it shook everyone. Mm-hmm. Like it, it there was not there was not someone who understood what was going on that was not really affected by it. It changed a, a lot of things. Um, so it's not, it's not, and to, and I know, I think one of the things is too, like church is not somewhere you should go to, to be comfortable um, no. because in, in order to operate um, as the body of Christ, there's going to be a lot of discomfort, mm-hmm. um, whether that's opening up to each other about sins in your life, um, struggles in your life, or even going to the church as a whole and saying, here's an issue. Right. There's going to be a lot of, and I would, I would think of them as growing pains even in, in, in sanctification as a body, um, walking with the Lord, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I think there's, there's things that the church has, could do better. Yes. Um, I agree. Yeah, because there, there's a reason why this is happening. Um, a, a biblical church, and I say biblical church as if that's even exists, because there's there's no church that's perfectly biblical mm-hmm. and perfectly walking in the, with worth the Lord in the way it should. Um, but th- something has happened. There are things that have snuck into the church that have set up this environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that we we touched on br- very briefly in the the end of the last segment was. Um, the way that um, our culture, and that includes, I would say, the American church, um, deals with um, intersex relations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how how women are viewed by men and, and how we teach our children the, the role of women in the body and the role of women in society. Um, and some of the lies that our culture has has even fabricated. Um, so how how have you seen some of that play out? Um, or how? Um, yeah. <laughs> how much time we got? Are we pulling out the soapbox? Are, are you ready? Because <laughs> I could do that too. <laughs> like it's oh gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that. Um, Well, first of all, I Mm -hmm. believe that there is a very biblical model Mm -hmm. for women Mm -hmm. um, in the church. You know, I believe that we should be submissive and we should, you know, we should follow our Mm -hmm. husbands and all of that. And and I do think that's very biblical. Um, However, I do (laughs) think that a lot of the time women have good things to say. Yeah, I agree. I think that we, um, (laughs) yeah, there you go. You know, I think that um, the Lord has maybe given us, um, you know, there's a lot of discernment. My Mm -hmm. mother is... She says she can, you know, she has a gift of prophecy, she swears. But mm-hmm. anyway, you know, I just think that there's just different things mm-hmm. that the Lord blesses us with. Mm-hmm. And I think women should have that opportunity mm-hmm. to share what the Lord mm-hmm. has taught them, what they're teaching them. But a lot of the times, I mean, I know in the church setting, um, maybe maybe not even as in like a pastor position, right. I'm not talking like that, but I'm talking maybe a Sunday school, maybe a small group. Like mm-hmm. what I have to say is important. Mm-hmm. And we're taught, no, you're a girl. We need to let them, we need to let the men speak. Yeah. And I just, 
it, it hurts me uh-huh, yeah. because I, I do believe that we're created in the Lord's image. And I believe that he has given us things to say mm-hmm. and silencing them is not going to help. And, and that's what happens a lot of the time, too. If you think about this, um, this whole sexual abuse is mm-hmm. they think, oh, well, I'm supposed to be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not supposed to speak. It was a right. man. He's going to win. Yeah, yeah. And I think mm. the church could do a better job at just helping women find their role mm-hmm. in the church, but also even in society. Mm-hmm. We would have a lot less problems, I believe, if we kind of highlighted that. I really like that you you, you went into the, the silencing mm-hmm. um, because I agree 100 percent. I've seen it a lot of times uh, in, in various uh, settings. Um, I think the, the biblical model, mm-hmm. uh, everyone knows about Priscilla and Aquila. Yeah. Um, yeah. And notice that Priscilla is mentioned first because Aquila seems to be maybe the follower in that right. relationship. Which is not necessarily biblical, but it's just a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, when when they when they heard Apollos preaching, and he was a young man, a preacher, very zealous, uh, had a lot of theological problems, right. but he was very passionate. And they heard that passion, and they heard his heart, but they knew that he was saying things that were not right. Mm-hmm. They, as a couple, and it seems to be instigated by Priscilla, went up to him, pulled him aside, and taught him the truth and what he should be saying. Right. Um, so women are never called to be silent. Mm-hmm. Um, now there is a model in the church that that's reflected in you know the, the relationship between Christ and the church and the husband and the wife. There are those things, but as lay people in, in the congregation, women are active, mm-hmm. always active, yes. and and should never be silenced by men. And, and we don't have time to go into all that. Maybe that's the subject for another episode. Yes, uh, let's let's do that. One hundred percent. Let's do that. Um, but we're going to continue this discussion in the next episode of Church with Law Scripture next week. So please stay tuned for that. And we'll see you then.